Hello guys and girls and welcome to episode 19 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 4pm in Europe, 3pm in the UK and 9am in Central US. If you missed the podcast, you can catch up with the whole show when I upload it on my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis, every Sunday. Or, alternatively, check out the audio-only version on your daily commute. And you can check that out on Google Play Music, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, chuck them in the chat, and we'll try to answer as many as we can. So, let me introduce you to this band of merry VR men. First up is our poorly little Dutch man. Send him virtual hugs in the chat because he's not very well this week. It is Nathy. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine, You're... you know. I need to keep on uploading, you know. I'm, I, I need to keep at it because, I mean, it's CES, so, you know, all the news is coming out right now. So I need to stay alive as long as possible. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. You can't stop, dude. You can't no, stop. No. But I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm doing yeah. fine, guys. So send send him love in the chat. It'll it'll boost his Thank HP. <laughs> of course. So uh, next next up, this guy likes to kiss little pillows of my face, <laughs> and that is Rowdy. How are you doing, man? Uh, that was a weird present. That was a very very weird present. I, I'm looking around if I because the cleaning. I've got one came. here. I've got one here. I've got one here. So for those in the chat who don't know, I sent Rowdy and Nathy. <laughs> This for Christmas, <laughs> which is a pillow of my face, because who wouldn't want a pillow yeah. of my face for Christmas? Wow. Actually, so, the, uh, the funny thing is, like uh, the cleaning Katie lady, she came on uh, on Friday, and I forgot to like put it away, and it was like a new cleaning lady, and she like left, and uh, I I came home and I saw the pillow like laying on the table. I was like, oh no, what, <laughs> what did she what did she do with my pillow what face? That's that's what I'm conver- that's what I'm yeah. concerned about. So for, for, for the audio listeners, what, what Mike basically did was he put his face uh, on like a round pillow, uh, which perfectly matched the shape of, of his face though, so I have to give you credit for that. But it yeah. does look a bit bit creepy, especially because it was packed together with some chocolate. Yeah. Did he really do that? They're best what? enjoyed together. They're best enjoyed together. That's what we need to do. Hang on, hang on. Seriously, <laughs> you you did not help matters, Rowdy. You circulating images of of your girlfriend and you making out with the pillow did not help matters at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that pillow was showing a good time that night. I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, we wait, 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 wait. Go. One more thing Go. about your pillow. Did yeah. you spray like your aftershave or something on there? <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little touch, I thought. You know, see, not, not only do you get to see my face, but you get to smell me as well, right? Like that is like a, an additional bonus. That is well done for noticing. Did that. it also That's smell like nice. peppermints, nice. by the way? It's a combination of uh, peppermints and izumiyaki. <laughs> okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, totally. Ah, uh, anyway, we okay. digress. If you want a if you want a mic pillow, by the way, let us know in the chat, and you know maybe I'll hook you up. You never know. Yeah, we want merch. Uh, so uh, moving on, this guy likes to go fast and furious in VR. It is Zimtok Five. How are you doing, bud? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I've been racing. Still away. getting over the pillow. You still getting? Uh, over I am the still pillow. getting over the pillow, but uh, no, you're right. I, I have been I have been racing far far too much. Um, 
I was up until 5 a.m. last night, still doing virtual laps. It's just too good. Anyway, that, wow. that's me this wow. that's me this week. We've we had a big uh, a big race with 16 people playing, and it was just so good. So anyway, we'll talk awesome. about that later. Awesome, awesome. And uh, last but no means least, myself, host of the show, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. Uh, in today's Hello, episode, Mike. we have got a uh, full episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about the Vive Pro. We're going to be talking about fitness in VR. We're going to be talking about VR chat is uh, addressing some harmful behavior found in their social space. Mm. And we're going to be talking about uh, top VR peripherals available to get the most out of your virtual reality experience. So first up, like every week nowadays, we try to find out what everyone has been up to there during the week. So let's start off with uh, Nathy and uh, see what you've been up to this week, Duda. You've had a pretty busy week by the sounds of things. Travelled to Stockholm, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, me and also Rowdy, uh, we got invited to uh, come to uh, Stockholm, Sweden to check out uh, Apex Construct. It's an action-adventure game with uh, like archery uh, mechanics in there. And, uh, yeah, that's about everything, like, I played. Um, I also went to uh, a, a Need Corporation, their, like, development studio, to uh, check out budget cuts. That's all I can say. <laughs> and, uh, and I also uh, uh, went to uh, Landfall Games, who made tabs. So I, I just traveled around a bit, met some developers, uh, gave them feedback on what they can improve. And that's about it. So I haven't really played that much. I've been just speaking to a lot of people. But yeah. it was fun. I think that uh, Apex Construct can be a great game if they address some issues they have at this very moment. But the launch is going to happen soon. It's not out yet. So they still got like six weeks to finish it up. It's coming to PlayStation VR, uh, Mixed Reality Headsets, The Vive, and uh, that's about it, right? So yeah, that's all I have to really say. Yeah, but Budget Cuts is still coming. Yeah, I was going to say that, actually, because we mentioned it on the show recently that we hadn't heard from them in a long time, and then you uh, you went and saw them and got the inside scoop. But it's yeah, they, uh, I, I can tell you guys that they were very surprised, first of all, that I, I, I wanted to pay them a visit because they don't really get that much attention from VR content creators. But uh, it's, it's a nice little office with a small team, uh, and what they could tell me was like, hey, we are still working on the game. And they also wanted me to tell this to everyone, like, don't think... The game is not gonna come out. They just uh, they they are taking the time to finish it properly because it's one of those most anticipated games. This was one of the games you saw at the start when the Vive came out in the lineup. You know, you had the gallery job simulator, but also you know uh, budget cuts. Now that was only a demo, so you couldn't really play the full game yet. But they are still alive and they are working really really hard to. Uh, make it happen yeah yeah. It, it, yeah it's kind of an interesting place i think that they find themselves in because as you said nathan they were they were a really highly anticipated game but i'd i'd almost go so far as to say they're they're they gotta be careful because they're going into nearly forgotten about territory for me like no they 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 like technically they are forgotten like um of course like the the uh, core community still knows what budget cuts is all about but in the meanwhile we had so many like new people, new people come coming in, in exactly. that have no idea what budget cuts is of course some people are hunting on steam for free demos to play so they might have played it but you are right and they also told me that the expectations are so high that they have no clue if they are like able to deliver 
to those expectations. And actually, I heard uh, some of our buddies say this. I don't remember exactly who said it. Uh, let me know if you can credit them with it. But someone said it was probably the first game that we saw, and probably still standing as the, as the, as the game that did uses teleportation to its advantage, not its disadvantage. Yeah. So, And yeah. there's a free demo out. If it's still available, do it check is. it out. It's very, very yeah, cool, very awesome. enticing to the point where, you know, you play a demo and you're like, I want that now. I don't want to wait. I, I just want to. Play I I, I know where you are going here. Yeah. I do feel like the the uh, gameplay mechanics they have been using back then were like something unique, something totally different. But I I do feel like it has been a bit like um, outdated, you know. But maybe yeah. they upgraded it a bit. But still, uh, it's funny that if you look at budget cuts and all the other teleportation titles out there, you haven't seen that many that have used the same kind of like trick. So I think they are going to be fine, but you are right, they have been waiting for way too long. And uh, that's a I, shame. I do have to but... say that that was like the first game that I felt like really immersed in, like, you know, picking up those weapons yep. and like shooting with them and like throwing those knives, like, ah, oh, that, was, that was so cool. So and that was, I think also for a couple of friends of mine was like the first thing that I wanted to show, like, you know, look how, how cool virtual reality is. Uh, that, that's the one that yeah. really, like convinced me that I was onto something really nice here. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, for those of you that have never heard of Budget Cuts before, it is available as a free demo on Steam VR to check out. So go check it out. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully hear more about Budget Cuts in the very near future. So yes. moving on to Zim, then what have you been up to uh, this week, dude? I'm sure you've been busy streaming lots of cool stuff onto Twitch. As always, as always. I think the coolest thing that I, um, that I, that I got to see, which I can't remember if we covered it here or not, um, maybe about a month ago, is a game called Cubism, uh, which is a, an indie puzzle game. If you can imagine Tetris in three dimensions, where all the pieces are scattered about, and you have to figure out how the pieces fit together to complete the puzzle. So completed kind of three levels of that, and that was that was really good fun. Um, the other ones that really stood out to me this week, I got a chance to try out uh, Titanic VR, which having played... Um, the original Titanic experience, um, which was like a demo at the time from the same team, was a totally different thing. It was, here's the deck of the Titanic as it existed for the passengers. Walk around it and understand it. Um, that was really cool just for an educational experience. This is rather, the Titanic is at the bottom of the ocean and you're in a, you're, you're in a rover and you go look at it. And it's a totally different chilling experience. You're like, you know, you're in there, it almost gets to a spiritual level, if I was to say that. It does, it's a good app uh, for what it does. And I really like, I can't remember her name, but this lady um, who's from Belfast, who was doing, she was doing very early on uh, VR reviews, knows her stuff, uh, talks very intelligently and does narration for parts of the game. And so it was a nice welcome kind of return uh, to that person's voice because I haven't seen her, and I think she's part of the dev team now, uh, but I haven't seen her kind of on YouTube and that like doing very much. Um, so that right. was nice. But um, racing has taken up a big part of the week. And I think the other one that I would mention is, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later, is, uh, is Box VR. So how do you sure. get, get a sweat on in, in VR? Yeah. Sure, nice, man, nice. And what about you, uh, Rowdy? Obviously, you went to Stockholm with uh, Nathie and some of the other VR YouTubers from the crew. Yeah, indeed. Like it was, uh, it was a lot of fun like meeting up with these kind of people. We got to check out Apex Construct. And then uh, for the rest of the time, we were like, kind of like, free to do whatever we want and uh, it was it was it felt like a little school trip you know with with all of yeah. us like we all went out to stockholm and then uh we got to meet up we got to hang out in a bar we went out for for like a nice dinner 
it was fun, you know, because it's strange that, you know, you, you develop like relationship with these kind of people, you know, it's like, you know, we're friends or, you know, we, we know each other. We, yeah. we talk on pretty much a daily basis, but we never got to meet each other like, or most of them not in like in real life. So it's a, mm -hmm. it's, it's strange yeah. as someone you haven't met before, you still know so well, and, you know, when you meet them, it's, it, it's just like, oh, hey man, yeah, this and that. Oh yeah, we remember we talked yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we did. It's it's yeah. so strange. I, I've never experienced something like that before, and with with any other yeah. medium that you are like, you know each other so well, even though you never met yeah. each other. And I mean, That's it's right. also so special that this is the first time a developer saw the potential in all of mm -hmm. us to just invite us over to come to one place to play the game and connect and socialize and have fun. You know, it got it got and, tweeted uh, so much. It was it was <laughs> all over my feed during that time. It's like, true. It was, yeah. But I'm, I'm happy it happens now because it shows yeah. that we VR content creators are getting taken more serious now because we yeah. do have a very yeah. large reach together. Yeah. And, and it's it also feels like a family, you know, where everyone plays the game. We're like all sharing feedback with each other. So I hope more developers will do it in the near future. So Fast Travel Games uh, uh, took the credits here for us, like for being the first one doing it yeah. so very smart and the great thing the great thing about it as well is that i've not really seen it in other other scenes is that you know normally you have this competitive nature between different people that create different content but actually like for the vr scene we're all very friendly with each other we all know each other we all talk to each other it's a really nice group like you say it's almost like a family group because mm. we're all so passionate about vr and just want it to succeed right so we're all kind of working yeah. towards that goal which is yeah. really really cool Love mm -hmm. it. Um, so apart from Apex Construct, obviously, um, did you get to play much else this week? Nope. I've, yeah. uh, I've been back uh, since, uh, what was it, like Tuesday, I think. And then I went yeah. to work on like Wednesday. Uh, I slept, wow. I, I, I overslept on Thursday. <laughs> 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 and then on Friday, I was, uh, I was back to my regular schedule. So no, well, right, not, right. not really. Because you've been away as well, obviously. Yeah, you've been in the US and then yeah, you came yeah, back, yeah, went straight yeah. to Stockholm and then straight back into work as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been a, been a rough time for you. Yeah, yeah. And you might so myself, uh, so myself, yeah, I've been jumping into quite a lot this week, actually. Um, I actually jumped into uh, H's Garage, which is a Ready Player One experience from Sansa. You're going to have was to spell like... that, by the way, because when you were explaining this to me, how, you know, the, how you pronounce it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so H, uh, if for those of you that don't know about the book or the upcoming movie, uh, it's obviously about virtual reality and the virtual worlds. Uh, the main character, which is called Wade Watts, uh, his, his um, alias is Parzival in the virtual world, but his best friend in the, uh, the book is called H, and it's oh. spelled A-E-C-H, as in, oh. and you pronounce it as H. Uh, but ah. basically, H has a garage full of like uh, vehicles and iconic uh, 80s memorabilia. So you can go in there and explore the garage. So wow. it's got like uh, Ed 209 from Robocop, uh, the Ferrari <laughs> from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, the Viper from Battlestar Galactica, and of course, the Iron Giant, which is going to be, uh, you know, okay. a standout so uh, machine in the movie. Is this like a fan-made thing or is this actually to promote a movie? What is this? Like, is yeah, this so, something officially... So yeah, so this is official, um, and it's it was uh, worked on by the people, the studio that that made the movie, but also with Sansar as well, which uh, this virtual reality application where you can explore virtual worlds. It's kind of like a social application, a bit like VR Chat, but it's a bit more polished, but doesn't have quite the scene that VR Chat has right now. Uh, okay. But it's uh, it was an interesting experience. It's multiplayer, and, uh, Mike. 
Sorry. Multiplayer, that's right, yeah. Oh. So you, you can go in with each other and explore these environments together and talk to each other in these environments as well. But the actual environment itself was very polished uh, nice. and got me pretty excited about the uh, the movie coming up mm. uh, in, in March. Um, aside from that, I also played The Climb, which is an old but uh, cool game. Uh, but one of the things I would say about The Climb is, and it's really only a problem for us content creators, is that it's just awful to record with. <laughs> uh, you know, to record that content is so difficult. You either have a really stretched view or it just looks very narrow and kind of you have to frame it in a nice way. But yeah, yeah uh, it's a great game, but awkward to record. Um Aside from that, I also played The Lost Bear, um, which uh, I'd never really heard of it before, but it's an old PSVR title, came out late last year, just came out on Oculus Rift. Um, It's a unique mix of... Because they they reached out to me a a while before PlayStation VR, I didn't know what it was as well. Yeah, and it's a nice mix of like being in a VR environment. So you sit in a, a in a chair in a VR environment and watch a big two D screen of a two D platformer. Um, it's pretty short; it's only like an hour long, but it's a it's a really nice game. And I've I've done a review and I've rated it as good. Um, so I'd recommend checking that one out if you like a short but sweet experience. Yep. Um, and then the final one I tried was Finnegan's Factory, um, which was oh. another one that just released on the Oculus Store. Uh, I thought it was pretty bad actually. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a a, a, a pretty bad wave shooter <laughs> you know like we, we're surrounded by wave shooters and this is a bad uh, one in my opinion i mean but the, um, like like i played it when when it just came out uh, as like a demo but i i agree on you like based on the launch now on oculus home it can't keep up with the rest no no and, and i saw that it had released in early access about two years ago it's such a late um, why so it, it seems strange that it's only just dropped on the oculus store uh, Finnegan's Factory. It's uh, it's based on a comic or like a like a, a a series on TV, as far as I know. But yeah. uh, no, you're right. But it's it's funny though. This is like again the problem we hear when you wait too long with something mm. to announce, like or launch. Then mm. it sometimes doesn't meet the requirements requirements anymore of yeah. people on the platform. Uh, that's yeah, a shame. It's true. So yeah, that is what we have been up to this week. So let's uh, dive in straight into our first topic, which is the Vive Pro, of course, the biggest announcement this week, which came from CES, the Consumer yes. Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Hi. So just before we jump into the details, I just want to go back to last week's episode because we all had some predictions <laughs> and we bettered some burgers uh, on uh, the predictions. So I can't let's remember. Go. Well, I actually watched the video back oh. uh, and uh, and have verbatim your comments. Ooh. So. Ooh. So this is what I said. I said uh, it was going to be a replacement standalone headset that you could just replace. You could buy the headset itself and just clip it into your old Vive kit, use your existing trackers, your wands, and that kind of stuff, and upgrade, essentially. Which, from what I understand, is true. You can do that, but also you can buy it as a package as well. So you can buy an upgrade package, or you can buy the whole complete package if you don't have a Vive already. Um, I also predicted that it was going to be a high-resolution headset with a deluxe audio strap, Lighthouse 2.0, and knuckles obviously i was wrong about the knuckles uh because they're like you rightly said last week it's made by valve not by htc so that will probably be a standalone release um nathy said that it was either going to be a new headset or some kind of lens adapter uh zim said that it was going to be a 1.5 edition deluxe audio strap together with a new set of lenses and Rowdy said that he didn't care, and he didn't agree, and he just wants story <laughs> games and Knuckles. So, so he basically <laughs> won. The, Consumer. No, the, the, the thing that, that, that struck me as like, the most surprising was the release date of it. 
Like, when is it going to be available? Because that's what we discussed about for a very long time. Yeah. Because I said, Q1, yeah, right? I remember me saying like, you know, they, they're going to piss a lot of people off if they're going to release <sighs> a headset, yeah. you know, by June, because a lot of people yeah. just bought it and they're not interested in buying something new already. If they release yeah. it by the end of the year, that is, you know, that's something different. Yeah. But a lot depends on yeah. like, you know, on that, I think. But that's that's not firm yet. We don't actually know the exact release or price yet. And that's when, at mm. the end of this little segment, I'm going to go for our, our predictions 2.0. And you can double down on those oh, burgers no, no. that you uh, that you. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, what Rowdy says here, like, you know, yeah, it could have been unfair for people. But in the yeah. end, they announced the Vive Pro for VR enthusiasts and not yeah. for the like casual new consumers. So True. in the end, it feels like it doesn't really matter if someone has the old one or no. the new one. No, because let's be honest about it. Even if you get the old one, you've got some great experiences. It's, it's going to be a long time yeah. before that's going to yeah. be like outdated. Let's put it that way. You're yeah. still going to experience some great VR experiences. So don't be scared to jump in and get a Vive now. Uh, but obviously, if you've got the deep pockets and you want the, the best of the best, uh, then hold out for the Vive Pro maybe or whatever else yeah. comes out this year that might be interesting. Um, but if you're showing the trailer right now... Um, it kind of looks like a pimp my ride montage. Yeah, they're like taking old, they're taking old components off and slapping new ones on, and it's got a nice, yeah. sexy paint job. Um, so let's start off with uh, the way it looks. Like, what do you guys think of this new aesthetic for the uh, Vive Pro? <laughs> it's chunky, it's a chunky monkey. monkey. I mean, yeah, the, so thing, I the weirdest so part well. about it is the angling. But I yeah. love their sales campaign where they say, "Look at it. It's balanced. This is something we've considered because." Yep. Out of all the headsets, the Vive has the worst balance right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the Deluxe Audio Strap, we'll talk about that a little bit later, helps that balance. Mm. Integrating it all into one, one package is really good. I'm sorry if you're lost, Mike. Uh, but anyway, it, I think it does. Balance is a great selling point. Yeah. But I also yeah. think it's like lighter now. Like when it's the definitely. first Vive came out, it was pretty heavy. Then they uh, brought out a, a revised one. They never said it was going to be lighter as far <laughs> yeah. as I know, but... Uh, it was lighter, so I think this was, one is lighter once I, I've again. Heard, I've heard already Did multiple they say that? reports. I've I've heard multiple reports of people who've reviewed it, but of course nobody has, has had a chance to weigh it yet because they're not allowed to. Yeah. But a lot of people <laughs> say oh. that they feel a lot uh, lighter than uh, the yeah. original Vive. But balance can throw that off. Balance can really throw that off. I remember they did when it with I put feeling. the CV1 on and, and compared it against the DK2, and you're like, oh, this is definitely... A lighter headset and you know and you check the gram you know mm -hmm. calculate it was very close mm -hmm. i can't remember i think it was mm -hmm. actually heavier but uh the, the thing is if you get the balance right you don't notice the weight yeah yeah so that's, 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 that's why i think that's true. so that's definitely true but i i mean it, it would make sense because they already really didn't they like uh, if you buy a vive now it's already a little bit lighter than the yeah, yeah it's notably yeah. i just tried it i just yeah. tried it two months ago yeah, and yeah. i got to the point where i was like will i sell my vive and get the new one because I feel like I'm giving them a bit of guff, which they're not deserving right now. Because the new headset is notably comparable to the Rift in terms of its feel. Nathan, yeah. you have the, the current one. This yeah. is like the, the casual vibe. But what you can see like with the new one, it's interesting that you see these headphones. They're kind of like small and, and stuff like that. But Bring it a little bit one, closer to the camera, Nathan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... With the headphones, like these ones are running down, right? So here it starts, then it goes down. But with the new ones, it goes up a little bit this way, yeah, and then it goes down. So it's, it's actually adding some weight on the sides, a bit more outside of like the headset. So I think For that's the... like the main uh, 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 thing 
that they really change. Plus, like the back is a lot bigger. Like yeah. this is like That's a part that misses, but it's more it's like VR. a PlayStation VR band, you know? Which is a good yeah. choice, by the way. I'll show the video yeah. again so people can check yeah. it out. And just yeah. for the audio listeners, right? So Nathy was just showing off the deluxe audio strap on the existing Vive. And he's comparing to the ear bridge that we can see in the new build in the Vive Pro, which actually yep. I think is a really cool move because it differentiates them visually and it gives you that balance. And people have said that it does feel a lot better when they've worn it. So. Mm -hmm. It's funny because if you actually listen to the song that they play during this trailer, like I noticed this when I was doing some research for today's show, the lyrics of the song that they play, this is how it goes. There's only one king and there's only one crown. Yeah. There ain't enough food for the both of us on this throne, so it's about to go down. <laughs> it's like, whoa. It. Is that like shots fired from HTC? It's like, yes, whoa. it is. Of but I love it. I love that ballsy approach. Like, who, yeah. who, who drops news in January? Okay, yeah. loads of people are going to be pissed off who got a vibe for Christmas and are like, for fuck's sake, I want the upgrade now. But I think it's great. It's a great ballsy yeah. move. They're yeah. doing a big yeah. punch to the other competition. They needed this. They really yeah. needed just to drop this yeah. news. So I'm glad they yeah. did. And yeah. I'm pretty excited about this because, you know, it is an upgraded display. So the yeah. new specs are 14, four, uh, 1440 by 1600 per eye. Yeah. Uh, same field of view, obviously 110 degrees. But compared to the old uh, resolution, it was 1080 by 1200 per eye. So yeah. you're getting a nice jump in resolution, which is going to sort of uh, eliminate some of that screen door effect. It's going to look a lot more vibrant, a lot crisper. Yeah. So uh, you're going to get a nice uh, bump up in uh, quality in terms of the, uh, the eye performance. And then you've yeah. also got this like upgraded audio with a built-in audio strap. Uh, it's going to yeah. be more comfortable and it's more balanced in terms of the way it sort of displaces the uh, yes. the weight of the yes. headset because of this sort of new ratchet system, which is really nice. But also it's got these dual pass-through cameras, which is interesting as well. Mm. So we haven't yeah. seen how they're going to implement those, but like maybe it's going to be full pass-through so you can see what you're doing at your desk or well, in your uh, uh, That's the funny part. I've been speaking about this in my in my in my video. If you want to see the video, it's like everything you need to know about the Vive Pro. This is some like black right there but uh um so uh, i checked out the website because they got a website with all the info you need to like know and uh, uh it's funny that they announced the the front cameras as something totally new but it was already in the uh, casual vibe you know i think it's because... going to be different though nathy i'll tell you what i think they're going to do this is my little guess okay if they're smart and that they got the software engineers on it you do a room map so you don't have to map your boundaries anymore with the controllers because you can do that with stereo mm. lenses. That would be awesome. Throw it on yeah. and boom, room's mapped. Yeah. Mm. No, that's true. But I mean, I was just referring to like Mike because I I see a lot of people say like, oh, but now you can see where you are going and you can actually eat noodles oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. and grab it again. But you could do that before, but it, it seems like a lot of people like stopped using it. It kind of disappeared. Like, I'm not sure mm. about you guys, but... I never really use that feature that much I, anymore. I can see one feature though for, for stereo lenses, I think, is uh, typing, typing in the air. Yeah. Because you can, you yeah, can track okay. your fingers better and you can get actually a depth vision of that. I think you- Typing I, I, okay, in the air, you, who wants you, to do that? No, come yeah, on, I know, man. I know, really? but that's, that might be a, a feature that might be implemented later, yeah. <laughs> I, I with, can see- Okay, a, with, I can but see I got haptic gloves that. and I get feedback, fine. Before that, I do not want to be pushing the air. That is not yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's that's so, that's it. Like they they said, these cameras are for developer reasons, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of like what I see here on the website. They say uh, never second guess a step when blazing a new trail with Chaperone. The technology recreates a virtual outline of your environment, enabling the user to see and feel the current surroundings with the need of removing the HMD. But there is more to it 
but that's up to the developers. I'm not yeah. sure if it's like I thought like oh mixed reality again, you know, like the mm. inside out tracking thing, but that's I don't think really I think that. it's cool no. that they provide the tools, you know, like yeah. you know, we, yeah. we just yeah. put it in there and maybe someone comes up with a really cool application for it and I think that's yeah. a, that's a great strategy because a lot of things come out like that. Yeah, so also like uh, this uh, Vive Pro, it actually got a Best uh, Gaming Product Award by Engadget, which is a yep. pretty nice award. Uh, but as well as obviously the HTC Pro uh, Vive Pro being announced, they also announced the add-on for the original Vive and the Vive Pro, which is a wireless adapter. So it's hmm. uh, Intel's Ygig uh, technology, which touts low latency. And uh, you're going to be using this a bit like the TPCast, right? So you've got like yeah. a wireless headset. Uh, and I know Zim is uh, very skeptical about wireless. I'm not skeptical. And... I, am, I am straight against it. I think it's, so it's go something on, Zim. that is for Tell us lab why. rats. Yeah, I, I, I think that if you take, as a qualified <laughs> electrical electronic engineer, if you take high bandwidth signals and stick them next to your brain for duration of time, you're asking for cancer. I think it's a dumb idea. I think people should avoid wow. it, and they can feck off. To be honest, that, that that's a that's a bold statement right there. You heard it here first from Zim. <laughs> okay, but, uh, but I mean, if if they import it, like in Europe, for example, they are going to check it. It's not gonna come into the country if you what you say here. That's great. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, you you go ahead and you go ahead and believe uh, science, but science has been okay. proven wrong so many fucking times. But, I, but I like have no. I, I, I have no interest in that kind of technology. Uh, once they get it in the headset and you're not having to go through this in order to get to the device, fine. And what they've okay. done is they've, they've noticed this. You can see it in the product design. They're trying to get the antenna where the power nodes happen. It's just like a cardioid microphone. It's got that kind of power signal and they're trying yeah. to direct it away from your head. Why? Because they have the same bloody thing in their heads. They know this. <laughs> That's right. the problem. So are you saying, uh, Zim, that, that these sort of technologies, the TP-Cast, this kind of like wireless adapter, it's just... But these things have must have gone through FCC approval, right? So they must have been tested. Sure. Yeah, in a sample you, period of how long? You, you still don't trust it? No. Right? The, the problem is, it. I mean, because this is like a little bit like my kind of my kind of field of research. And the problem with this kind of research is, is that it's very hard to prove that someone got cancer because of these <laughs> kind of things. And that the uh, the amounts of periods that you need to to track this are going way beyond like you know just a single like you know like you can't do this for example for ten years and then say okay research no this is research is going on for like fifteen hundred years and with novel technologies like this yeah it's always that's always going to be a risk. That being said though, this risk yeah has been here for like many 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 years and decades and it's the same it's the same with like those power lines you have outside. There are a lot of people believe. And there is significant proof for that as well that it could cause cancer. But at the same time, yeah, at the same time, there's enough proof as well that also says that it doesn't provide any cancer. Mm -hmm. The same with, by so the way, with, with a lot of these kind exactly. of things, like for example, mm -hmm. when Chernobyl, was Chernobyl exploded, a lot of like these kind of things mm -hmm. is very hard to prove with research. That's just how so, it yeah, is. Yeah. So, well, well, Zim does okay. have a tinfoil hat in the background there, so maybe <laughs> you could know, wear it. No, you know, but... the government are spying on him and everything I... else. I'd love to know what the chat know. I, I, would, I... I would love to know the chat's thoughts on this as well. Like, yeah. if they could just pipe in and let me know, I would love to know their opinion on this. But go ahead, Nathy. I, I think that like the concerns you have are like, I mean, you should have those, and there should be some questions asked about it. You know, mm -hmm. um, but uh, at this moment. I, I think when I saw the, the Intel thing happening, you know, getting announced at CES, I was like, okay, so people are going to bring back their TP gas now and they're going to swap it around for this one. Because I, like, I've seen people, but maybe that's just uh, frustration in the end. 
People said like, yeah, my, my uh, you know, my TP guess doesn't work properly. But in the end, they haven't tried the Intel one yet. It's not like a nice picture and they got nice words under it, but we still don't know how it's going to perform. And I did hear there was some uh, delay already, like at some like... Uh, yeah. And on the flip side, right, on the technology side, I think it works very well. I've seen people doing it. They're doing it with mixed reality setups. I've seen it working. I have no concerns with it as a usable product. <laughs> I yeah, really yeah. don't. Yeah. I think it's awesome. You once once they solve that solution of wireless, it'll be great. Yeah. But to be yeah. honest, right now, and as a guy who spent ten years using a wired mouse <laughs> as an FPS gamer, as opposed to wireless, uh, that's just because of the performance of it. Like, I mean, yeah. wireless, wireless uh, internet connections. Even now, like, how many years have we had wire like Wi-Fi connections to the laptop? How many times do you have to deal with dropouts or kind of conflict with the weather yeah. or conflict yeah. with the two point four mm -hmm. gigahertz device? So it, you just have to go for what you yourself are comfortable with. And that's yeah. it. I'm not yeah. saying that everyone should necessarily um, steer clear of this, but just have a think about it before you decide yeah. to jump in. And at the same time, also, I mean, we, we've been using uh, cell phones as well, which are also like yeah. still have not yeah. been, uh, been able to disprove the, the, the effects of, uh, of a possible cancer. And the same with Wi-Fi and the same with, uh, yeah, the with Bluetooth and uh, all Absolutely. of those kind of technologies that, that use some kind of form of, of of radiation or like uh, some kind of form of uh, of uh, telephonic si signal. But this is the thing, guys. Like yes. to our viewers, <laughs> our listeners, we we don't want you to like just Beat turn this podcast off. off, run off to like a little island somewhere and become a hermit and just close off technology. We're not saying that. We're just saying these are our speculations. These are yeah. you know what we're worried about, and they're, they're good concerns to have. And I like the fact that we've got opposing opinions on things as yes. well. Also, um, so you got the 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 shape is funny. Yes. Um, but you will still need a battery pack on the side. So the yep, battery yep. is not on your head, it's on the side. That's a good thing. And uh, uh, yeah, it is. But I don't know, that's the thing. Like we're, we're talking about something we don't know when it's going to get announced. So who's going to get uh, it? When it's going to launch and uh, what the price is going to be, you know? You're going to get yeah. one? Ready? Uh, I think so. I mean, if, if, if it's Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then... Two things. Vive Pro and wireless transmitter. Which of those two <laughs> are you picking up? <laughs> If, I, if, if I can, I'll pick, I'll pick everything up, you know? Like, uh, the thing yeah. is, I just need to have the, the budget for it as well for doing so. But uh, no, I mean, I think, I think once those things are FCC approved, then, uh, then I, I, I mean, as a scientist myself, I should put all my faith in it. That's, that's just how it goes. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so I think, I think the biggest disappointment for me about the whole announcement and the, you know, the, these things that they brought out was that they didn't mention any revision on the controllers because for me yeah. like the Vive controllers are the one thing that really holds me back from jumping on the Vive camp and, and, and owning a headset because I, I've got so used to the touch controllers and they're such great controllers mm. that it, it's the one cool. thing that puts me off but with the knuckles coming obviously that's another thing mm. you know they're, they're made by Valve like you said rightly in the last episode so it's a shame that they didn't revise yeah. those this, I'm going to make it's a controversial fun, ask here Mike in support of your point of view yep. dear HTC and Steam support mixing of the Vive headset and the Rift controllers. They're a better controller and absolutely you would open up people to that market. And this is the thing I've thought about in the past because when you think about the Pimax coming out, um, you know, they said that you can have their headset, you can use the Vive ones, you can use the Vive trackers. We're kind of coming towards that sort of modular future where you can choose yeah. the, the best headset, the best controllers from this system, and the best, like, lighthouses or sensors from this system. Mm. And now cool. if OpenVR allows all that to be integrated and mixed around, yeah. well, that's very interesting indeed. Yeah. You can choose but, uh, the optimal setup. Mm. 
But as long as they keep on playing the King song, it's not gonna happen. So I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's not completely true that like yes, there will be no new controllers. But they they seem to be working on like Vive 2.0 controllers, not the knuckle ones. Just maybe uh, the grips are on a better place, or maybe the touchpad is a little uh, whatever rounder or bigger. Like I'm more like like shaped thing, and, and then it's I think this is like the last thing we will hear of this line of vibes you know they they could still like pull this off with like, like a new uh resolution and, and a new strap and everything this is also more for like people that work within the vr industry and that got like a development studio or you know are like vr super fans veterans whatever you know yeah. i like that that's the thing we don't know when it's gonna launch and what the price is going to be but it, i feel like this is just their like last Thing before they go for a whole new we got, and it's, uh, we got paradise decay saying uh, that he, he saw a picture of some blue controllers that look smaller than the default ones so maybe they are making like some oh. some different kind of controllers but mm. uh, i don't i don't think it's going to yeah. be you know a different design than and what do we know about the base stations smaller. like i mean have we got it we haven't gotten pricing on the base stations but we've seen a picture of them they're smaller they're rounded yeah they look kind of cute to be honest and they they seem to support like a, a bigger field I've heard mm, as they, well. They do, right? You can put four of them together for, for 10 meters by 10 meters coverage, which yeah. allows for what I'll call mm. warehouse VR, which yeah. is yeah. great for those, you know, those camps like like escape room games and what we've been talking about um, in the in the past couple of podcasts, where you can actually put a little backpack computer on and away you go. So let's uh, let's have some new predictions for release and price. Let's let's go for it. Double down on those burgers. Uh, so go on, Rowdy. Like, do you have any predictions for this? Like, I want to see think some more games. Out? I want to see new games. <laughs> you just don't care. Yeah. He's playing on save. It's not fair. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> how much is the the original Vive now? Is it still five nine five nine nine five nine nine? For, yeah. But that includes base stations and includes controllers. Uh, so new so we're only talking about the. Base. Do we want to talk about the upgrade, Mike? Price that. What? So I think there's two. So I'll go with mine first. So yeah. there's, I think there's going to be two options. You can upgrade just with a headset alone, and that's going to be available sort of April, May time. And I think that's going to be 399 bucks. And that's just for the headset to upgrade your current Vive setup. And that's going to only be available like early doors. For the whole complete package, you're going to have to wait later on in the year, I think. And that's going to be a more expensive bundle at 699 So 399 in May for the headset alone. Uh, the whole package later on in the year for six nine nine. That's my guess. So you think that the the controllers and the release. and the base stations are going to be how much dollars then? Six nine nine. So wait, sorry, but I thought that they announced that the two point base station and again revised controllers aren't going to launch with the package. No, 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 you're no, saying no. They, they are, are only selling. They will only sell the headset for now. Yeah, early so on. They said it's going to be an upgrade, right? So you can basically go to their store and you can say, I want a Vive but I want the new headset with that bundle. No, 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 no. So you can't do that at the moment, I don't think. No. You, you, could, you can basically that only upgrade to the new headset that or you can sense. buy the whole complete bundle later on in the year. It no does way. make sense no because way. it's for the in, it's for the industry and not for just the casual you're, consumer. You're gonna lock out a new consumer from buying the upgraded version Yeah, because of the it is, it, it's like, that's the thing. It's not made for, uh, it sounds kind of unfair, but it is. Like, so. but that's like if you are new to VR, you are not going to like know the difference, you know, because you're just starting with I VR. Disagree. But if you I totally disagree, the one question people ask is, "What's the best VR headset? How do I buy it?" And if the answer is going to be get yourself a Vive Pro, oh, you have to buy the full Vive, sell off your your core basic Vive, and upgrade. 
that's not going to happen. Who's going to sign off on that? No way. But that's the thing. Most people like, for example, Rowdy, they care about the games. They want to see new games and not they don't really care about the headset that much. I Okay, I'll, to contrary on Mike. Mike, I think you're you're very good for going for the low price bracket. You're the only other person than me <laughs> who I've heard go that low on the price of the new headset. I'm guessing 398 because they've done this before. So 398 US dollars to go $1 less than the Rift package. And I think we won't see a Rift package price reduction in the next two months. So I think they're gonna say, oh, and you can get the Vive Pro upgrade for less than the cost of a Rift. I think they just wanna be able to say that. That's why I'm saying okay, 398. Th th then I'll go for 39899. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm Right. 398.99. <laughs> but but you, you, you also think, Zim, that you'll be able to buy the new headset with the current hardware that we've already got in terms of ones and, and trackers. Okay. Yes. So I think what about existing base stations, yep. Yep, yep. existing controllers with the upgrade headset is kind of like when you're checking out of the store, yep. you know, give me those bits. I think the way they'll ship it to you will be probably separately boxed. You'll get like the separate whatever yep. upgrade is with the other headset removed. Yeah. I, find it, you, I find it a bit strange though that you said like, you know, 399 for the headset and then for an extra $300 basically, you, you get what then? The controllers and the base station. Look at the price and, of the controllers uh, yeah, yeah. base like station. $300. I mean, when I, when I replaced my two controllers, it was like 270 pounds mm. for two controllers. They're expensive. They're expensive. They are expensive. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying that if you look at the base price of $600, you can chop off 200 250 for the base stations and the controllers in that bundle. If yeah. you look at how they itemize it on their shop, for instance. Um, and they love this kind of modularization, which is why I think Mike's uh, slightly off track guessed that it was gonna be like, they were gonna be selling all these different bits separately. Um, you know, wasn't too far off the mark in terms of what Vive is trying to do strategically, because they do that. In aftermarket mm. sales, yeah. you can buy all the bits independently. Yeah. So go on, Nathy, what's your prediction, dude? I, I think that, as I said before, this this VR headset, this Vive Pro is for, uh, you know, developers and, and people that are looking to upgrade um, their their headset, also for development reasons, I guess, and maybe research. So, you know, the thing is, um, yeah, of course, if you got the money, you know, uh, I would also just upgrade, you know, that that's, that's what everyone should do. But again, this is more for the experienced, base out there that wants to buy the Vive Pro, you know? I mm. think that um, they will just sell it as just the headset, that's all. If you still want to, you can buy Lighthouses Extra or controllers, you know? You can all buy that as separate packages, or you just buy a package of the, the, the old Vive with everything in there, you know? Mm. But it's just, it's just advertised to a different audience. I, I think I'll go with Nathan on that one. I think as well, like since they're, the, the impression I'm getting now again is that they're trying to target like the, the enthusiasts, like the ones that really want everything best and everything like top end and who will throw money at them for, you know, for whatever reason that they can that they can find. While I think that, uh, that the, the campaign that Vive has been doing like lately with their older headset has been more targeted like, you know, the general consumer market. Oh, we'll bundle it together with Fallout. We'll bundle it together with this game. Just to get like more like mass adoption. But I think with this new Vive, they're trying to like, you know, that, that core audience that they already have from the beginning, those like those enthusiasts, I trying to like that they're trying to like, you know, uh, feed them with something new and I think that that's indeed like there's going to be like in a little mm -hmm. bit like a higher price bracket uh, without all of the upgrades indeed. Yeah, I do feel like they want to like you see with for example Nvidia too with GPUs where you buy 
a 1080, you know, but you can also buy those, like, uh, how do you call those cards? Um, overclocked. Factory overclocked. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. So it's more if you have a factory and you have some robots and you want to run those on some nice GPUs, then you got that stuff. You could technically also maybe game around with it. I don't know, but, it, like, you get my point where they create a consumer part and a industry part. So oh, I see what you people, mean, like... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, mean- like the Nvidia Titan V, for example. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 it maybe it's card yeah. mainly for industry, but consumers also buy it as well mm-hmm. to get the top end. Yeah, so you I will see you like a, a huge price difference between yeah. the the just the old Vive and like this Vive Pro, you know, where because they know like companies uh, uh, see this as an investment, you know, mm. and not as just a, a, a random buy. Actually, it's a good. But point. I have to say though, business. like out of there's a, there's out a of all edition, the uh, right? yeah, exactly, yeah. And do we know the price of the business edition? It's it's expensive. It's more than a thousand dollars, I think. You mean you mean the? But you the... need a license. It's because of licensing, not because of any difference in the hardware. Right. So there was always yeah. a business edition anyway of the old yeah. Vive too, yeah. and the only difference was is that, of course, I mean you maybe get like a, a small discount in in buying it as like a, a huge like batch, um, but also the fact that the servers or like the support from HTC was faster and better, you know. And, but also, uh, I think those business uh, they were deals for were meant arcades exactly for the licenses to yep. use it for. Uh, it's one thousand two hundred dollars in the US. Yeah, that's uh, right. Eight hundred forty-nine pounds in the UK. But, per- but personally speaking, in Europe. No. Yeah, but personally speaking, like out of all like the kind of next step in generation in terms of headsets, it's the one that I'm probably most interested in uh, right now. Like, it's more interesting, I think, than the Pimax. It's more interesting than Definitely. any of the mixed reality headsets Definitely. that have been announced with this same yeah. resolution display. So uh, I'm interested to check it's it out. It's step progression, uh, isn't it? And I, lo- I really yeah. like that. Like, I'm very much a tortoise and the hare kind of guy. I hmm. More often than not, I back the tortoise. And I think the Pimax is hmm. the hare, and it's trying to, like, go breakneck speed, and I think it's going to cause itself trouble. I think we've already seen that. And I think this yeah. is the hair, and I'm I'm absolutely yeah. happy. Give me ten percent resolution better, I'll fucking buy into it. It's been yeah. two years. I don't want to digress too much, but there was like a Pimax at CES as well, and some early reports there was a lot of concern about those people that tried it out because the revisions that they've made have actually been a little bit of a step backwards. But they said it, they said it, a, a big response to the the criticism, and that was that they're trying out new tooling and they haven't refined it perfectly yet. Uh, they would bumped up the the brightness of the LED display, so then it sort of interfered with tracking issues. Um, and so yeah, it's, it's and it's been delayed. Ugly. <laughs> it is ugly. ugly. Do you see that well, foam? I mean, it looks I mean, like worse than like, DK2 foam. This sounds weird, guys. I mean, seriously. So people write about the Pimax at CES on the show floor. Then it sounds like they are panicking, and they suddenly bring out some fast statements of what they are like doing and what they are going to improve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we do know, obviously, that it's been delayed. You know, we're definitely not going to see it uh, when they they wanted to release it, you know, which I, was quarter one, which was January, February time. We're not going to see it for a long time, I don't think. Maybe, maybe, my, we, should ask, uh, maybe we should ask the chat what they would, uh, would, they would, if they had the money in the world, what would they get? Would they get the if Vive had, Pro or would yeah. they get the Pimax? Definitely a Vive yeah. Pro here. I'm, I'm going to get one yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it looks great yeah, yeah. as well. But uh, that's like, you know, the the HTC has uh, a certain, like, uh, credibility. People know what they yeah. can expect at a certain point. And with Trimax, you have never bought a headset from them. And you don't know no. what their support is going to be. No. What is going to happen if your Pimax is broken? 
what are they going to do? How long is it going to take? Well, uh, when can you, you know? But hang on. like, of course, with HTC, it wasn't great either. Yeah. But in the end, you you do know that this is a big company. They cater a lot of people, and with Pimax, they just started up. It's a new company. There's there's a term and, and in terms which of, is MTBF, yeah, mean time before failure. And I think that with a product like HTC, you know that your device isn't necessarily going to die on day one or six months from now or a year from now. So. Mm-hmm. In general, I'm okay. saying for like thousands yeah. of yeah. units, Rowdy. Yeah, and, and in terms of, of good looks, I mean, I, I recently tweeted like really quickly, like you know, uh, I said as the world's fastest YouTuber, this spoiler on my Vive would definitely help in improving my traction, and I showed like the picture of the guy <laughs> wearing like the the, <laughs> the wireless module. It, it does look a bit like a spoiler. So in, th- in terms so of you're, good you're looks, the one going don't fast go for the Vive now. Pro, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys. So moving on from the Vive Pro to something else that was talked about a lot at CES actually this week, and that is fitness in VR. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, during CES there was a company that announced their product. Uh, The company was called Black Box VR. They were awarded loads of awards actually at CES and it got a lot of attention in the mainstream press and that is their fitness solution for virtual reality. And uh, Black Box VR, they're creating the world's first virtual gym experience. Uh, You'll step into a a Black Box VR boutique gym and immerse yourself in a whole new way to get fit that will, uh, so you'll never have to visit a normal traditional gym again, they say. Um, They use an integrated cable pulley system which is controlled by Black Box Virtual Reality Engine, giving you real muscle and strength building resistance for your entire body. Instant force change capabilities give you full immersion. So essentially you're playing like a, a VR, they're gamifying going to the gym, right? So you've got this pulley system, you're pushing, and then in the virtual world you're like throwing things at like um, virtual enemies and things like this in a virtual coliseum. That's what people have described it as so far. Mm-hmm. Um so what do you guys think of this? Like, are you keen to sort of start working out in your VR headset? Because I know for one, I'm not that interested. <laughs> I'll I'll go last. Okay. What about you, Nathan? <laughs> are you going to start sort of like pumping some iron in VR or sort of doing some jumping jacks? Well, first of all, I never really did it anyway. But if I, if I will start, then I will not start in VR, I guess. No. But I, I do understand why some people want to do it, but... It, it kind of sounds a little nerdy. Mm. Like, this is not something most people will do. Like, if you are really into VR and you love the vibe and you love all the headsets, then, yeah, you are going to work out in VR. But let's say if you just got a vibe laying around or a rift or anything, then it's fun, but it's mm. not like you want to work out in it, you know? No. I think that, that just going to a gym is still fine, too, because you socialize a bit, too. Yeah. Um, and, of course, in VR, that, that's possible. But... I know, I, I yeah, I don't really see the connection that much in a way where people would really uh, trade in their, their local gym with all their friends for a VR version. But yes, yeah. of course, for working out, it's it's great. I mean, you can you can burn some calories. Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Like, I was surprised it got so much attention uh, from CES because I just thought it was kind of one of these gimmicks. You know, like, uh, we've seen these kind of gimmicks before and working out in VR, I just don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if it'll get, like, hot and sweaty. I don't want my, my, my rift to get covered in, in sweat and horribleness. My precious! Like, when I... When I go like when I go work out like I I give it some beans and like I don't want to get it all like hot and sweaty I just don't want to do that uh, but like with this as well like it's not it's not like for the home environment right that's because even this worse. is a that's even this is like worse, a, right this is like a cable pulley system right so it's a big machine that has machine learning in it so it knows how much you're giving it and in terms of how much sort of um, 
you know, percentage of your capacity, you're actually giving it. So it learns from that and tailors the workout to your needs, which is really impressive stuff. But it's for a gym environment, not a home environment. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And they're actually but saying it's it's gamifying it. Right. So is, is it still a yeah. game then or is it literally it is just a, game. a VR gym? Because the main reason why I don't go to the gym is because it's boring. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the thing, right? Like everything in life that you need to work hard at is probably boring. But like, that's one of the things like it is gamifying going to the gym, which I do think is great. But I just don't think this is the ideal way of doing it. Because if if let's be honest about it, if I'm going to go to a gym, and there is a, a this pulley machine in the corner with a VR headset, there is no freaking way I'm putting that thing on my face with everyone else's sweat on it. And looking but, at you like, yeah, look yeah. <laughs> But they are actually opening like a gym with this kit, and it's going to be open in San mortar. Francisco, right? Brick and mortar yeah, shops. So I mean, when I saw the yeah. video, I thought big, big question mark there. I think the mm. real thing is, what are they actually showing us? I think there's a bit too much fluff right now. Mm. I haven't yeah. seen what the actual app looks like. I haven't seen what the actual equipment looks like. And yeah. like you said, I think there's a few really tough logistical problems. Number one, yeah. a Vive is not designed, and people can kill a Vive with sweat. It has mm. been proven. We've seen it on yeah, Reddit yeah. before. Tribal. So having 60 people even in a week go through a headset that you're going to then step into, yeah. like, doesn't feel great. If it's on your own personal, yeah. if it's on the home front, and we'll talk about that a couple of things that I've touched on recently and what I've done in the past, but I think that home VR exercise is better than gym. If it's, if it's trainer-led exercise and you're yeah. in a, an enclosed space, it's kind of like a, mm. the design for executives, I really think there's a market there. But I don't think that down the common gym, in the corner of the gym, like you'd have your treadmill or whatever, you have a vibe on the corner with this this pulley system. Yeah. I can't see it making much of a splash. And I really think that people are just looking for We Fit 2.0. Right. Oh. You know? I think that right. if you are in a home trainer and you, you can actually bike somewhere, then that could be fun. But it's, mm. it's not going to work with every like uh, workout system out there. But it's it feels like they just want to test this and and kind of get the attention to to see what people think, you know. What but, I think uh, would be cool. It, it, also, it almost like feels like this is something that should be an AR thing and not VR, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like with AR, you get some info on how much you work out, stuff like that. And of course, the glasses are too big now, but you don't want to close yourself uh, from that, you know. Like I have the feeling that when going to a gym, it's kind of like a social uh, aspect like uh, as well you know ever been to a gym nathy no yeah that's what i thought okay because it's not actually as social as you might think it is i would say the people on their gym routine so clock in at 6 a.m do their reps do their routines and are out by mm. seven to be able to go get to work mm. or if you're doing it after get work it's cooked. it's not, <laughs> you're, not you're, you're pretty shapely mike but um Maddie, what do you think of it like is this something that you would use is it does the the concept you know, go for yeah. as as arguably the best looking guy here. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bromance going on the, today. The thing is, what what bothers me the most with this is like you know, people if 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 they want if, want to have people more going to the gym, you know, make it like a more fun experience, make it more of like a game. Like for example, I don't know, like instead of like that, it's like a gym environment where you need to like you know push weights up or something. It makes it something like, oh no, you know, we're, we're building a house and we need tree logs or something. You need to get those tree logs over there. Or you're, you're, I don't know, rescuing a party and there's this big ball that's rolling towards you. You need to stop the ball for long enough. You need to try and push it back yeah. for the people to escape. You know, something more of like, a, that it's like, a, it's a game that you want to be playing and that is, it requires a workout to do so. 
that would make mm. me much more interested in it. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna put my headset on instead of taking my bike and go to the to the gym down the street. I I don't I don't see it. And, and then of course like all the sweat and stuff. You know, I I'm not even thinking about that yet. Because uh, I I would I would think that you would have to bring like your own wife to the gym and like plug it in and then like use it. But even then, I would not do it. I would just not do it. No. I think I think actually, and this is somewhere we're probably a few years away from it. We're just starting to see it with things like the void. But if you had a warehouse VR experience, which was social, and causing you to like do quite a bit of yeah, exactly the working, That's much like more you said, like it's the Mayan temple. Four of us have to push a, a brick wall back. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you can imagine that being something quite interesting, where you would get together with buddies, you would go and do it. You probably wouldn't do it you know, at nine or 10 at night after having been down the pub, like that isn't going to happen. But the thing that I, I, I played this week and I thought was really worth mentioning, which is box VR, confusingly. So we've got black box VR, which is just announced. Uh, whether, Nathan, what was the name of the other uh, announcement? Weather, Hollyfield? Weather? May, May, Mayweather. Mayweather. Thank you, Mayweather. So there's something else in the space. And then there's an app that was launched last year called box VR which is kind of like, if any of you know, Audio Shield. Audio Shield is a game which does beat detection, and these beats come at you with balls, and you're punching the balls. That's all you do. There's no other body activity. There's sound boxing and a few other games. Sprint Vector's coming. That's another one that's, like, highly involved. So these are all, like, exercise apps. But Box VR, I really liked, and I'll tell you what I liked about it. It has you jumping, ducking, uppercutting, pulling in this way, and when having to hit the beat that's coming at you, is the right level of accuracy. It's, it's a way more accurate punch that you have to give it. And also the power of your punch matters to the point where two days after I did this, I was sore up here, my legs, all that kind of stuff. They, the devs had said to me, they're like, oh, we focused on being more of an exercise app than a game. I didn't actually find that when I played it. I, it felt very gamey. And actually to me now it's my exercise app, my go-to app. And yeah, but that, I that's the sweat cool it out. thing. That's the cool thing, I think. Yeah. If, you, if you can play something, that is so space. fun to do, that is also is a workout. That, that's, exa- I, that's what I found. I think they, yeah, they, they really did the balance right, and that's why I mention it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've been waiting, because I got bored of Audio Shield, honestly. It's like, and for a streamer, it's very hard. I can't play the my favorite songs. And a lot of people would say, well, just do it after the show. I don't actually play VR after the show. I generally just, so I'm like locked out of, because of you know copyright licensing mm. issues, I can't oh, play all my yeah. favorite music. Uh, unlike you guys, so you guys probably can. So you're German slugger music. My what? <laughs> you're, you're German slugger music. What is slugger music? Slugger? Yeah, it's, it's like a... a... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hoopapa band with like uh, German people. And yeah. It's like yodeling around. And... But this but, is the uh... thing. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think VR <laughs> is going to replace the traditional gym anytime soon. I think it might, like you say, in the future, but maybe not right now. But I think VR in general is helping people get more active and mm. be more fitter anyway. 100%. Because if you're a traditional gamer, you're not just sitting down in a seat anymore and just like tapping away at your keyboard. You're actually immersed in a world and you're throwing your hands around, you're physically moving about, and you're standing, which is much better for your heart and your body than sitting down yeah, anyway. True. So I think VR games in general is, is making everyone a little bit fitter that are in involved in the VR industry but definitely like games like Sprint Vector and Audio Shield like you mentioned are games that really do get the the heart pumping and yeah. uh, get you sweating a little bit as well but not to the point where you're going to be drenching your headset you know, I, have, so. I have to mention though because uh, I, I, I don't know if I already mentioned it to you guys but I went to Airsofting like a, a little while ago Ooh. and uh, we uh, I thought like you know I've been playing so much VR I've been standing so much you know I, I've been playing a lot of shooters I can't, I can handle this easily, you know, going on for three hours. 
but they're crouching the entire time, yeah. which I do yeah. in VR yeah. as well. I did that. I, yeah. I did that in real life even more, I think, because three days after that, I still couldn't go up the stairs. I just couldn't. <laughs> I just wouldn't work. <laughs> you got a stair lift installed. I yeah, want yeah, a video yeah, exactly. on that, Rowdy, so bad. Yeah. Can you just go do yeah. that again and just, just, just film yourself not making it up the stairs? I would. <laughs> yeah, watch Rowdy's girlfriend yeah, carrying him up the stairs. Come on, Rowdy, it's time for bed now. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's, one other, there's one other application here um, that I wanted to talk about. So one thing that was really, really cool back in the, again, We Fit days, was running around an island and i was i was thinking when we first got into vr i was like why don't why doesn't a dev just make a, an app where you're just jogging Marathon. you're just jogging in place the problem is all of the current mounting systems involve putting something on your head and when you jog it does this and you know the sweet oh, spot so goodbye much. sweet spot so that doesn't work um but cycling but, in uh, vr kind of does tighten and there it. is a there is a i'm sorry to say it a pretty atrocious uh bike vr bike i think it's called vr zoom vir zoom or wow. zoom vir the app itself it's trying to do something good and it does like you can be a uh in a i think it's in a rowboat on the back of a horse like lassoing somebody and basically your physical motions generate the forward you know momentum in the game and there is definitely something there for like cycling in a peloton um there was actually a streamer a while back who did this uh, strapped in and there are some uh, pseudo virtual games but not vr games that allow you to pretend like you're cycling and cycle with like a pack of 20 people who are actually real right. life people on exercise right. bikes and actually pedaling away and i do think that something like that or yeah. the replacement for the news the news at the front of the treadmill because that's another thing that mm. you could have in vr but again with the mm. head jostle i don't know if yeah. it would work but that, that's yeah. like, and, and then it starts to get competitive because then you can do it multiplayer yeah. too, oh. you know? And then you have like the, the climb, like uh, a world around you, you know? And then stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that could yeah be why great. isn't the climb multiplayer? Why can't I see Nathy going past so I can climb faster? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a ghosting mode, so you can do that. But uh, Nimzo, if you are watching, you know, uh, can you yes, please? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you solve yeah. this problem, please. Yeah. yeah, can you please make that? But I like the Wii thing where you were like running on the island. I really enjoyed that. It was that. really fun. Mm. So, I mean, if you have like a cartoony kind of rec room kind of thing going on and you can walk and there are like things around you happening, you know, like dolphins jumping out of the water or like air balloons up there and people are waving at you and like, hey, let's go, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. So there we have it. VR, uh, fitness in VR isn't going to take off just yet, we don't think. But, you know, you never know, maybe in the Lucky future. Lucky me. But but I think playing VR generally will keep you fairly active uh, for the time being if you're playing games like Sprint Vector and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to uh, big virtual environments where you can socialize with other people is VR chat. And the reason why we're mentioning it again this week, and we don't want to sort of go into it again too much, um, but there has been a lot of um, sort of issues in terms of people, especially new users coming onto VR chat that have reporting being harassed or abused or generally having an unpleasant experience as their first experience when they jump into vr chat uh so i just wanted to sort of touch on it briefly because vr chat team actually did an open letter to the community on the 9th of january uh, where they just kind of explained that they're a small team. They've obviously seen a sudden growth uh, in terms of users on their application. As I mentioned before, it's like 12,000 concurrent users uh, recently. 
Um, and obviously that has been assisted with people like uh, YouTubers, streamers, streaming their experiences with VR chat, and then obviously the Knuckles meme, which has gone completely viral in terms of like a, a, a VR specific meme. Uh, for those that don't know, like the Knuckles tribe is like uh, the the Sonic the Hedgehog Knuckles. Mm. Uh, you can go in, become one of those. You can join a tribe, and then just go so, and kind of. Sorry to interrupt you, Mike. Is the letter to the community in any way linked to the Knuckles meme? No, well, it is kind of loosely because there was uh, a tweet by uh, she. She actually works for the Oculus Dev team. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, oh. but um, she actually wanted to show to her colleagues that you know her going into VR chat isn't a very pleasant experience because you're surrounded by people harassing her, yeah. uh, shouting out racist and abusive comments, and uh, it was just a toxic environment basically. And obviously VR chat don't want this. Uh, they don't yeah. encourage this. They don't support this. So they they wrote this open letter, and it basically just says that. Obviously, VR chat is exploding. It, it went beyond their wildest dreams in terms of like how big it is right now. Um, there is a small team trying to manage it, and one of their biggest challenges is trying to maintain the shape of a community that is fun and safe for everyone. Mm. What they want to do is address the quality of the VR chat experience, especially for new users, and the team will continue to work towards improving that. They say they've got trained and dedicated moderation teams that monitors VRChat uh, constantly. They're actively trying to educate and remove users uh, from the system that are behaving badly. Um, but also they're working towards a more um, community way of moderating VRChat. So what they're trying to do is get the community to assist in shaping this into a better experience in the future. Like, let's be honest about it. Like the, the Vive Knuckles meme, it, it, there is elements to it that are very funny. Uh, you know, it's fun. But, you know, some people just take it way too far. You know, that's the problem with life and that's the problem in virtual reality as well. There's always people that want to ruin it for everyone else. Mm. And, like, I'm all up for people having fun in VR and, and, and showing off something fun yeah. and interesting. But it's when people cross the line and it becomes really racist mm. or really abusive or, you know, they just take it way too far. That's what I'm not cool with. Um, also, the line is you know, gray, right? The other thing I would say is, like, like the, what, what, what ticks you off or sets you off can be very different from what sets me off. And same thing is true exactly. for that lady from Oculus. You know, like, I mean, that's right. we're all going to have right. different and dimensions. So there is an aspect of that in this as well. When, it, when something gets as popular as VR chat yes. has become. Yes. We've and got the thing uh, is Kevin as well, like, well, saying well, as well that uh, going into VR chat as girls isn't always very pleasant. Yeah, no, and I can totally, that, and I can get that. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, they're saying, you know, we have tools, like, we can mute, you can block people, uh, you can go to invite-only rooms, but that's not really the solution here. We, we want to kind of, the solution is really to, if you're in VR chat and you see this kind of stuff going way above the line, you need to just challenge it, you know, just be like, be strong enough in personality to just go, hey, dude, this just isn't cool, you know, and people will support you because... You know, ultimately, they want to build a, a lasting community. And just like in real life, if you saw something going on that you just don't think is right, then you should feel strong enough to just say, hey, dude, this isn't cool. And uh, and if you don't want to do that, then you could just report it uh, and, and let them know behind the scenes and they can address that person in the future. But, you know, like these kind of memes, you know, they are fun. But what I'm talking about is the next step, you know, like just being like completely in someone's yeah. face or groping someone inappropriately or yeah. just doing something that makes someone else feels uncomfortable isn't cool. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the thing that so, I uh, think that VR needs to watch out for is that, you know, it doesn't become a meme in itself, you know, that yeah. it's, it's, mm. it's only yeah, that. Yeah. And that's yeah. why people are going in yeah. there. You know, there's so much yeah, more plus, that that has yeah. to offer than just, you know, that do you know no, the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know and like what i'll just say is like just treat people like you would in real life you know just with respect and dignity and just yeah. appreciate someone if they say do just leave me alone then just 
you know, be cool about it. What? Yeah, plus, I mean, the, the problem here is, like, you can dress up as the meme and then just say, like, yeah, but I'm just dressed up as a meme, so I can just say this and I can say that. But, like, that's yeah. that's not okay. But that's the whole yeah. thing, you know, this meme, uh, uh, like, not only this meme, there will be more memes in VR yet, obviously. Like, yeah, they will, is, yeah. This is maybe the first one that really explodes. Um, but this is what I said a couple of, like, weeks ago, before this whole thing went down, like... What is going to happen after all these Twitch streamers and YouTubers came into this place to like uh, uh, make their content? What is the creator going to be? You know, what is like the damage that is uh, like left in a well? And that's what you see right now. It kind of damages the overall experience. And that's not only about the meme, as Rowdy said, you know, there's so much more to it. But you can only see the beauty of that without the chaos you know like i mean i've been in vr chat many times before i'm i'm using it for like over like two three years now i think two years and back then you had like 20 people online and you could really see the yeah. the, the amazing part of it and now it seems like it's kind of like you know you can't really use it in its full potential because of all this crazy stuff everyone is doing you know it's like it's not only a social app anymore at this very moment, it's also just a, a content paradise for all the people out there that uh, do YouTube or Twitch full time. And you got people that um, treat it with respect, but you also got people that just go uh, beyond a certain level, just keep on trolling uh, uh, without really showing off any respect for VR chat, also, you know? Also in the chat, apparently, there's like a lot of people that are going on about that. Uh, since, yeah, for example, Voodoo the EU said, uh, it's not very nice to enter VR chat as a German. So, right. Uh, yeah. Is there an anti-German? Like, anti there's the a thing. lot of threads kicking off at the moment, isn't there? In, in and that's chat. the thing, like, we just, we, go on, Mike. Yeah. It's just people being dicks in general, like in terms of like your race, no. your religion, your your language you speak, your ethnicity, your race, everything. It's, like it's just it's, it's everything. But like I mean, people, everything. Yeah, people will abuse everything, anonymity in yeah. crowd mentality almost yeah, yeah. without fail. Yeah, when you get a crowd yeah. and together and you people have people anonymous, we've seen it. Hey, you guys see it? I'm sure daily on YouTube comments, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're behind username one two three four five, you can say whatever the. What the hell you like? Yeah, yeah. Right. But what, what what we don't want is we don't want the, to police the internet, and that's the whole no. thing with like internet neutrality as well. Like we don't want to police I'm the internet. You. you just got to learn how to behave correctly in it. That's all I would say. We don't want we no. don't want VR chat to be policed. We don't want people to no. you know because like part of the charm of VR chat is people doing kind of crazy stuff and 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 feeling mm -hmm. f the freedom to to enact a character yeah. or be whatever they want to be. And personally, like I haven't really seen that much toxicity in VR chat. Uh, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, but nothing really like abusive mm. or like overly racist. Um, but I can understand that I've that is few, probably. Though. I mean, at the times it that does. We went like, in, you you, you yeah. see it, but you ignore it because you know you, you you're like you know I, I'm not going to be bothered with this. But you do. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen people drawing swastikas in there and stuff. So I mean, right. it, it happens. Yeah, and also yeah. you have to uh, recognize as well the different cultures people come from. Like being mm. an American. One of the things that you're growing up with, like I feel that Europeans are a little bit more, um, how should I call it, open <laughs> to sexuality uh, than mm. the Americans are in upbringing. Mm. Like there's a lot of stuff that's kind of shut down as you're as you're going through your upbringing, and so someone mm. coming into that environment, which can be heavily sexualized at times, that can be incredibly toxic to somebody from a culture yeah. who's not used to that, not used to playing around with those concepts or whatever, and so. Mm. 
I totally see where people are coming from. I think VRChat, by the way, at the core, and a lot of these social apps have a lot, a lot to offer in terms of connecting mm. people. Yeah. You just have definitely. to remember that those people around you are humans. These are people with yeah. feelings and emotions and just act responsibly, have fun, you know, in there. And um, I think for those people who really care about VRChat, don't worry about the hurricane that's on right now mm. because it'll yeah. pass on. Things will calm yeah. down. But I think some of this popularity will stick. It's clearly got staying power. Mm -hmm. What I've started to see over the last week and two weeks is re recurring events, referring, recurring places where people are getting together and doing something together, whether that's like a quiz night or, or, or going on a particular adventure or just helping people get to know the app. Very interesting to see that. And actually, that's one of the best parts of these kinds of apps. We saw it in Altspace ages ago where they, yeah. where they said, oh, we need to turn this business into a business model. Let's go in, into event coordination. We're yet to see that model for VR chat. You know, how, yeah. how are they going to stay alive in the long term? And what's the kind yeah. of the diamond at the center? I think this is just so open and it's driven by the community. So like some of the amazing like avatars that people spend yeah. hours and hours, hours. making Brilliant. just so like their yeah. eyes move yeah. in a nice way or their mouth moves like mm -hmm. in a natural way is incredible. And some of the environments are amazing as well. Like look at the great pub, the, the great pug, right, which is a virtual pub. Uh, you know, that was all... <laughs> That's made you know name. by I love someone that name. <laughs> and it's just so cool and that's the thing like i'm not i don't worry about the future of vr chat because i think it's going to survive all this but like with anything new there's always going to be some controversy involved in it and like me and nathy have been involved in this whole knuckles thing as well like we went and did it right we've made mm, videos of it ourselves totally. but you know and and but we have should, fun doing I mean, it but you should but during that time yeah but during that time we were respectful to people that say if someone didn't want to participate in what we were doing, yeah. then that's cool. Just go and do what you yeah. want to do. I, I but they Nathan were almost yet, but Nathan, yeah. that was my favorite video you've ever made was your knuckles video. It was just very natural and it totally taught me the meme and you showed me that the way brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's the thing you see kind of like a clash going on between uh, different uh, groups of people in VR chat. You know, you got the core community that has been in there for a while and now they get suddenly invited or like invaded by, you know, <laughs> all kinds of crazy people from uh, uh, kids that has, have seen their favorite YouTubers play VR chat and they decide to go to, in there like themselves. So I think it will have like a, a, a good boost for VR. And I think, yeah, the memes are there to stay because you can be a meme and we haven't seen that before. Uh, it's just that don't take it to a level where it's offensive it's or disrespectful. But I hope there will be more police patrolling a bit in VR chat, but it, because I think it does need that. VR chat is the wild, wild west. Mike, you touched on something that I think yeah. maybe isn't apparent to everyone right now. VR chat is doing something for the games industry as a whole that's very helpful. And that is teaching a whole new population how to model and rig characters because people are saying yeah. i want a custom avatar how do i do it they're going to learn yeah. that and that i'll tell you right there that is the job path into the games industry you you, you hone those skills i don't care if you're 12 yeah. you know you can get on that path and if you're an artist true artisan modeler yeah. whatever designer doesn't mean you have to be good at like paint brushes and stuff you can be a modeler or a level designer and that is a real life job yeah no, that's true. It's definitely uh, true. And yeah, like you say, just just be respectful and cool to people in VR. And if you didn't know, there is actually a counter meme to the uh, Knuckles meme. I don't know if it's going to be as mainstream, but there is a Jazz Bees tribe 
that are trying to take on the knuckles. <laughs> so there is like uh, there is like guerrilla warfare going on in VR chat right now in terms of uh, funny memes. So uh, yeah, we just wanted to touch on that briefly. Just you know, just be re- respectful to people in VR is yeah. ultimately the takeaway from that one. Yeah. So moving on to our last topic, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to cover this one in uh, a little bit of detail before we have wrap up the show. But it's the top VR peripherals to get the most out of your virtual reality experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've all been trying different uh, peripherals for our virtual reality system. Systems, whether that be the Vive, the Rift, or the PSVR. Mm. There's tons of uh, stuff out there you can buy to improve your experience. Um, so I just wanted to quickly go around the room and just touch on some of the stuff that you guys have bought and that you personally use maybe uh, every day or every week uh, to enhance your experience. So I'll start with you, Zim, because you use quite a lot, right? Oh, Teledildonics, um, man. They are here, you know, here to stay. <laughs> no, I haven't gone that far yet. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's still a Japanese thing. I, I, I still have yeah. Shutter shutters there are all kinds of peripherals and you're bringing back all sorts of horrible visions in my mind but yeah <laughs> we've just on. come from vr chat i had to say it at the start yeah so yeah. uh best accessories i think that if someone has kind of gone through this is the funny thing it's a rabbit hole you get into vr and you're like wow i'm immersed how can i go deeper right what do i what can i do uh something i've tried which was awful was the nauseous rift which was coupled with a vr game and which basically <laughs> had you smelling <laughs> just farts every time wow. Cartman on screen knocks one out you smelt it and let me just say as a dude with a beard yeah it stayed in here for like 30 minutes wow. after and I felt sick to my stomach so that is an example <laughs> of a peripheral I wouldn't recommend uh, I'm, that was to support um, the stick of truth right the, the South Park game fractured yeah. butthole yeah, oh, yeah the fractured yeah. butthole okay that's the one I was shudder <laughs> saying that uh, but that was the Nauseous Rift. So there's a few peripherals definitely to stay away from. Um, <laughs> ones that I think really augment your your uh, your entertainment value and work very well across a wide array of titles. You've heard me talk about them before, but I think tactile transducers of any nature. You can do homemade ones with these little pucks you get. Uh, connect them to an amp, drive it into your seat or whatever. Uh, I use personally a butt kicker and a sub pack, which help me feel... Uh, the experience. They work about 60 or 70% of titles. Not everything's tactile like you might expect, um, but a lot of games are. And then in addition to that, you get into the more expensive peripherals. So let's say you're an elite dangerous player and you like your space sims or flight sims. You can get a HOTAS, so you can get something that is a hands-on throttle and stick, H-O-T-A-S. Or you can get a wheel if you're into driving games. Um, So I personally use a G27, which is an eight shifter, a wheel, and pedals. And I think I paid 160 pounds for that uh, when I got it. That was kind of an expensive purchase for me. Um, but if you're into racing games, the only thing you want to think about before you buy one of these things is you basically bolt it to your desk. It's all these turn screws and stuff, and it sits there. Just like I've said with the Vibe before, if you're set up and set down time is a lot, and you're going to go put it in a box. In other words, you can't just leave it set up. Then it might end up gathering dust on the side. So before you go problem. and invest in one of these things, ask yourself that question of, Am I going to leave it on my desk? Where is it going to physically go? And do I play those games enough to warrant the asking mm. price? So look, don't go out and pay 500 quid for a HOTAS and then be like, oh, I played <laughs> you know, a flight sim once and you know, now it's in the box again. Just think about that. I had that problem a little bit where my wife gave me a nudge on the side. She's like, PSVR aim controller comes with Farpoint. 80 pounds for the game in this. One night, that's how much I got out of this. <laughs> Literally. So... Was it worth it? the price? For me, yes, because that was like living in a sci-fi action thriller, which was amazing. But I think a lot of people's budgets will say no to something like mm. that. As, as good as it is, 
and as convincing as it is, that thing can be used in basically two titles right now. So. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's very but limited. It's, it's a bit more, but I get what you mean. Yeah, a bit more. Sorry, but yeah, what yeah. what I consider valuable titles. No, 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 you're right. Yeah. What about you, Rowdy? What do you have? You've got a few uh, peripherals yourself, my friend. Yeah, I got I got the Hotas, but it's it's indeed a big problem. I, I'm glad you put, you touched upon that. If you do not leave it on your desk, you're not going to be using it. Because I bought I bought a Hotas, I think almost one and a half year ago, and I think I tried it once, and that was to see if it worked. And then I was like, okay, it's cool. It it, it works. It works. You know, it works with my Elite yeah. Dangerous. Once I get back into this game, I'm definitely going to be using it. But that, that's the thing, like, it, it takes, like, I mean, for me, I do all my recordings in my living room. I, uh, you know, I need to set everything up. I need to break everything down. I need to make sure that my girlfriend is not, not in the living room when I'm doing the recordings. You know, it's, it's a lot of, like, stuff that involves around it. And if you do not, you know, have the time or want to do the effort to set everything up every time, then you're not going to take it out. And um, I, I love it though. I've played with it, you know, that one time, and I thought, man, this is so freaking cool. You know, I can I really, really, really feels like like you're steering with something. And then the other things that I have tried but not bought. I mean, I I tried like several of those like you know, really racing simulators. I also I haven't mentioned it to anyone yet, uh, but I am going uh, pretty soon. I'm going to a virtual reality company where they do uh, racing simulators. So really, with like you know the shock mounts and you like you you moving around and stuff. So I'm oh, gonna try nice, that out. Nice, uh, nice, nice, well. nice. I'll let you guys know how that was uh, once I've done so. Uh, but uh, that is something. I, I mean, I love those kind of things. You know, the more immersion, uh, the better. But I'm gonna have to wait until I have like a bigger space or like a space that is really like you know my own little office where I can do and leave what I want before I actually get invested into any more of these kind of uh, peripherals. The only one that I do use uh, for VR shooters is the, uh, is the gun mount. That's the one that I, your, that I your do Pro use. Tube, is it? Yeah, yeah. Pro Tube, where you slot in, just for yeah. people who, you know, to visualize this, it's basically your yeah. Vive Wands click into the thing, and it's almost like, some people do PVC piping uh, to give you a steady yeah. aim on your shot. So if you're playing a game like Onward, something like that, instead of having two moving uh pieces that make your gun go all over the place you've got this kind of fixed position and actually to be honest it's a bit of like a real life game hack uh because yeah. you you are like you have an advantage over other players it's an awesome looking piece of kit rowdy's showing it off on screen now uh with these is that orange or red it's red it's red it's just my lighting a little bit it's nice doing and, and just for people who are thinking about hey i'm into vr shooters uh how much is one of these things oh jeez uh i think it was I have to look that up. I can't. I can't say that for sure. I'm gonna have to okay. look that up. How much I paid. Yeah. For it. So in the meantime, uh, Nathy, what about your accessories, dude? What do you? Uh, what do you like to use? I, I I don't really use any steering wheels or like hotas or you know I do use like little 3D printed gadgets. You know, like we got the VR covers uh, that you can slide in. Also, I got. Um, maybe I should show it soon, but. I got like on the strap of my rift, like the cable usually just goes down with the rift, but I got like little 3D printed um, uh, little hooks from yeah. a, a reality check VR. He's making those kind of stuff and you can just click it on the side. It's like a little clip and then you can put the wire between that to the back of your headset. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, that's the VR cover. You can also get it in different colors. Back in the days, you could also have your name on it. I'm not sure if you can still have that, but you had like a label with your name on it. Very, very awesome. That's so cool. yeah, VR, VR cover uh, never, never hurts. 
I, yeah. I'm not sure, by the way, like if the Vive Pro comes out, it has like a new face cushion. So it could be that that one is better. If it, does de- if it doesn't decompose anymore, yeah. then... Well, in, in, it- interestingly, I was watching the Engadget uh, cover of the, v- the Vive Pro and it has a VR cover on it. Did it? Oh, oh maybe they're going to no ship way. with it. So I I don't know if it ships with it, but like certainly when we was at Oculus Connect, they had VR covers and all their kit. So maybe they've uh, HTC (laughs) have struck a deal with VR cover as well. Is there any competition to VR cover? I haven't seen anything that's really decent, to be honest. There there is Uh, some Widmo do uh, a competition, but I I don't know. Yeah, Wid. Yeah, Widmo. W I D M O. They, yeah. I, at least they, they, they tried, you know. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the background of VR cover is just so good that they really yeah. know what they are doing. And you can also yeah. buy a nice merchandise, too. So, yeah. nice given, given the peripherals thing is, is, is a big deal for me, and I think it's worth, uh, it's worth kind of getting into. I think, again, a cheap hot-ass, like 30, 30 quid for, for a decent hot-ass, if you're into flight sims and cockpit sims seriously. I had one for the last three years, almost four years now. And it's just held up and it's worked worked well. Um, I think something like PSVR aim is probably going to be a skip for a lot of people just because of the price. Um, but if I was to say the thing that for me now is the number one, like I, I'm in VR, I'm immersed, I want to add 20% to that experience, then I would say, uh, I'd say pick up a sub pack. There's a new rendition of it. It's a chargeable backpack that you wear. It's, a, it's basically a subwoofer. So it gives you every basic explosion or gunshot. You feel it in your back. You can wear it. It wears like a um, uh, just like a hydro pack, and it charges and it holds about seven hours of charge. So, because yeah. VR games tend to be more kind of standing in the center of your room, um, for me it is another uh, line going back to my machine. But I don't tend to get too tangled in it. And the the addition it gives to you again across about seventy percent of the games is worth the asking price. A little bit a little bit pricey. So maybe buy because there's a new re- revision out, which is the M2X. This one is is nearly the same thing, the M2, and I, I think people will be selling it um, on eBay on that. I'd say snap those up because mm-hmm. it'll be a good deal. You probably get it for two hundred yeah. quid or something. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very cool. Also, if you just yeah. run around in public or you sit in a train or you know outside of VR, it's also nice to use. Uh, don't yeah. go to the airport. So, no, don't so go like, to the airport. That's true. Don't 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 even try because the, they will not like what they see. These start from about, uh, the Pro 2 VR starts from about 80 euros for the HC Vive and the Oculus. But you can also buy one nice. which has like uh, both of the modules on there. Mm. So this is the HC Vive and oh, then wow. on this side it's nice. like the Oculus. Yeah. So, so, my, so my favorite accessory uh, is, is actually the VR cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the other one is as well, like I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but it's actually a custom set of lenses in there which are prescription lenses. So I wear uh, glasses in the in the Rift, I used to anyway, and then I got like, a oh. custom set of, um, of uh, prescription lenses made, and then a, a guy from eBay, Fabian Gunderman, he actually 3D prints uh, his own lens adapters to fit your IPD. Right. So give him your IPD and he'll print you the lens adapters for your lenses, and wow. then you just pop the, the VR Lens Labs uh, lenses in them, and it just clips into the Rift, and then you never have to wear glasses in the Rift again. That's and for beautiful. me, that's the the best uh, accessory because it has yeah. uh, greatly increased uh, my enjoyment using the Rift because everything's a lot clearer, and I don't have to mess around put my glasses on and off every did time. You, the did Rift. you know that you have to worry about scratching your also. lenses? No, not at all. So just sits perfectly in there. Yeah. Did you know yeah. that VR so I love accessories also like that. has them? Like something that? Yeah, they do. VR yeah, that is their lab? solution to is, it. Is this one? Uh, it's not as elegant in my mind, um, but yeah. it does work as well. 
So, we'll, so uh, you'll link uh, later, Mike, the... Uh... Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. What we could also mention is maybe, but uh, I don't know, it's like a 50-50, like the Vive trackers. But again, that's the same with the PlayStation VR uh, aim controller. There is almost nothing out there that you can yeah. use it with. Yeah. Um, what's the price, Nathy, for those things? I have no. I think it's like eighty day. or something. I think it's quite. It's kind of it's kind of weird because first they were for developers only, and yeah. and and then they suddenly were like, okay, it's Christmas. Maybe we should use all the <laughs> the ones we still have and just put them on a gun that looks like a an an, an NES gun, you know. Oh, I saw it. And then, uh, I don't know. Is that a purchasable yeah. peripheral? So you're talking about it looks like Duck Hunt, the old Duck Hunt gun. Yeah. And you can yeah, buy yeah, that for is. the Vive. Does it work with any yeah. game? Like, what does it work with? Then I, space, I know that space it works Pirate with Trainer? Island 359, you know, uh, you can use oh. the trackers with that to like put on your like legs and like your hands and then you can see your whole body, but it, it's a little bit too early for that. You know, okay. if you are yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone that is like crazy about VR, then of course it's a must have, but yeah. it's not like you can expect every game to work with it. Mm. No. Cool. Okay, guys, so we have uh, sort of gone on for an hour and a half now, so sort of pretty much time to wrap up this week's show. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you've got any final questions, chuck them in the chat now while I wrap this one up. Yeah. So, uh, like I said at the very beginning, it is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show, live streamed every Saturday on Nathan's YouTube channel. Yeah. You can check out the show at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in UK, 9 a.m. in Central US. If you missed the podcast, you can check out the whole show on my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis, where I upload the whole video every Sunday. Or check out the audio-only version available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Yes. So, any final requests? Yes. Yeah, well, yes, I got, yes, yes. I got, so, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I got Go one, one more mention. So, we talk about the VR trackers. They, they're also used for motion motion kind of stuff. So, you can use them in, like, uh, several kind of games, like Island 359, mm. but also with VR chat. Uh, to get like those on your feet and then you can get your feet tracked oh, in VR. VR chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if I, you I like VR chat, then, then you need this, right? <sighs> like you can you can see your little knuckles uh, uh, toes, you know? <laughs> That's cute. Okay. Uh, but um, uh, Martin Risby said, hello, Martin Risby. Yeah. Hey, um, a shout out to you. Um, he said like, uh, also like the Tesla suit is an interesting one. Now you can't <gasps> oh. buy that. Yes. But, uh, we haven't really spoke about that. Let, let, let's yeah. keep it short, but I know you're like getting really excited now. I'll say two like, things. Tesla suit. It zaps you up here, right? It it, it zaps you with electricity and uh, definitely going to get one. It's a, it's a <laughs> I don't know what the it's, price it's is. It's a haptic suit. Haptic yeah. suit. Yeah, it feels, feels really like Ready Player One, that kind of technology, and I'm yeah. excited for when that finally takes off. Definitely. Yeah, because Wait, until they have Tesla, the, uh, Tesla trunks. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Elon Musk approves so uh, uh PD said uh, what games is everyone looking forward to in 2018 I know we covered that to some extent uh, but anything new that you guys have caught wind of it's like it's kind of empty right like mm. launch wise I chirp chirp yeah chirp chirp uh, budget, budget cuts that's it uh win, win ends too that's about okay, it okay yeah sprint sure. vector for me sprint vector yeah I want to uh, I want to race against Nate uh, against Rowdy no yeah. Me. Why not me? See if, he, see if he can hold his record for being the fastest He's YouTuber scared. alive. You, no you, guys, you guys got nothing on me. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's all talk. That's <laughs> like that like Mario Kart experience where you can mess around with everyone with items, and uh, that's going to be great. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, let me just double check one more time if we see anything else here. Uh, but, I yeah, want to make a I, mic, I got I one, I got one funny here. Uh, you Zim, want a mic pillow? <laughs> Zim will run electricity <laughs> through himself, but not radio waves. 
I saw that. Yeah. Yes, there actually is. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. The coolest technology when I was doing my degree um, <laughs> was where you'd have like a gadget in your pocket, like an iPhone or something. And it was called red taction. It, it modulates the electrical force of your, that, that ha, we all have mm. as humans, right? Very matrix. And if you go and shake someone's hand, it was the same thing. The devices in your pockets can talk to one another. It's yeah, kind nice. of very similar to AM or FM nice. radio waves, but it'd nice. be very interesting to be able to meet someone in a bar and not have to take down their details. Yeah. Hmm. But we, we forgot, obviously, the, the best VR accessory of all time, and that is the mic from Virtual Reality Oasis <laughs> official pillow. <laughs> and on that VR bombshell, we are going to end this week's show. Thank you very much, guys, and our audio listeners for being a part of it. We really appreciate it. As you probably guessed, we're having a great time making this show for you, and I hope you appreciate all the work we put in behind the scenes. So we will see you at the same time next week. Take care, oh, oh. and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, see you later.